Yeah, I'm recording everything on um, Anchor and TalkShoe, just waiting for everyone else to get here. Um, Florian is joined. Um, you just got to push your mic button to unmute yourself, and Theo should be joining us in a few minutes. Uh, he said he was feeling better, so... All right, so, yeah. But pretty crazy day in sports with the... Um, playoff game and the Ohio State game. I'm just waiting for uh, Theo to get here. Because we typed all those questions, so. And I did mod, I'm willing to modify some of the questions. So, how you been? Alright, so Theo's here, everybody's here, um... That's great news. Um, so, Theo Cullum, our guest, there's a lot of interesting things. Um, he's from Clermont, France. His father, Jerome Cullum, is a former pro player in France, and he's been playing for soccer for 18 years now. In his second, just finished his second season at North Carolina Greensboro. And I'm, why don't you tell our audience a little bit more about yourself? Um, so, hi, everyone. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm 21 years old. That's my second year here in UNCG. Um, uh, I, I I enjoy being here, uh, playing soccer and everything. Uh, I like I like the system in America. If it was even if it was kind of hard to adapt with the um, one semester thing, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. So, looking at um. What's the first thing you remember learning when you began playing soccer? I, I mean, as far as you can remember, I don't want to go all the way back to... Um, so as you say, my father was professional in France. Yeah. Um, so when I was younger, I used to go to watch his game at the stadium, and it was like something that really, like... I was like, okay, I have to do that too. Like... Like, one day, if my son comes at my game with a full stadium, I'll be like, okay, that's good. All right. Um, describe what it was like training with uh, France. Because I don't know if you were on the World Cup team, but, like, maybe it was, like, a World Cup junior team. I can't really say. But is it true that you trained with them? Because I read that in your bio for another uh, on another website. So I don't know if that's true or not. So I'm just. So, so I was in a professional club in France, uh, Clermont Foot 63, and uh, I was playing with the reserve team and uh, training with the professional team that went to Division One this year. Um, and I made the World Cup. It was uh, more the Olympic Games uh, with uh, the French team, the national French team, but uh, under 23. So it was a French national team, but it was an under-23 team. Okay, that clears things up. That makes a lot more sense. But that's still pretty impressive. Um, do you believe that training with the Clermont Reserve team prepared you for the opportunities you had with teams like NC Fusion and North Carolina Greensboro? Um, I mean, playing with a pro team can make you ready for anything. Uh, I, I would say, like... 
playing with players that are used to play against the top level, uh, I mean, you have to fit. So if you're not good enough, you won't train the next week with them. So you have to adapt, you have to keep going, keep growing in your soccer, keep learning. And obviously, yeah, he prepared you for anything. So, but he helped me for UNCG for sure. Did any other schools besides UNC Greensboro recruit you while you were in the process of converting from France to the United States to begin your college soccer career? Um, so I came with my agents uh, that are FFFUSA. Uh, they brought me here to make a profile because it came the COVID year. So um, it was kind of hard to have a, like a showcase like they do usually every year. Um, but they just put a video highlight uh, of me online on their website and then all the coach uh, could have seen it and i was like uh contact by a few schools yeah uh i i think i have seven different schools that wanted to to talk with me or or go further than that so yeah i had some contact yeah all right what sold you on the Spartans? I, I, I've done a lot of research on Chris Rich, the head coach there. He was actually the recruiting coordinator on the Duke Blue Devils soccer team as the, the assistant coach before he made the jump to UNC Greensboro. And Coach Rich had a lot of success at that program. Yeah, I mean, we can all say that. I mean, we can all see first that Chris really built the program. Uh, he came like three years ago, and uh, the program was not uh, like not really ranked in the country, not really seen by anybody. And uh, in three years, what he built is quite impressive, uh, to be honest. And every year, he's bringing new players and uh, another way to evolve again and again. And that's that's quite impressive. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. He said you could play anywhere at forward. I believe that because I, I, at first, I, most of your highlights from this year were at central forward, but then I went back and watched the tape from your freshman year. You were actually lining up at left wing on a majority of those plays. Um, so I'm, I, I'm pretty certain you have some right wing experience too because if you can play anywhere on the front three, I'm – my guess is that means anywhere at forward, but you you're pretty versatile, right, Theo? Um, I would say my natural position is striker. Uh, yeah, nine. Yeah, because uh, I like to come full, so I like to make the game too. Uh, but uh, I love being in the box and just like find a way to to score. Um, but I mean, I by being striker, I'll go on. Yeah, that, that gave me a lot of opportunity being nine. Uh, but I can I can go and play on the left and on the right. But if I have to choose, I would play nine for sure. Yeah, yeah. Theo, hi. Uh, I have a I have a question about uh, your 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 position because uh, you play striker. But the thing I am the most surprised with you is your confidence you have a high confidence uh for the sevelier you pay a total of 31 games and you score uh 25 goals uh is it is it some, something natural 
or you you work at this point for the last fall season when when there there was no game or or is it not natural for you? Um, so in France, uh, it was kind of a problem, uh, but at the same time, it was not. So I was playing with that uh, second team, but to be in the first team and actually playing the first team, uh, my problem was not to not score maybe enough goals. Um, so when I left uh, Clermont Foot, it was I was kind of mad about it, and I worked a lot on it, and now. Uh, I, I I mean I feel that my finishing is way better. Uh, so when I'm in the box, uh, I know what to do. I I remember like how I shot the last time and how that went in. So I'll try to do it again. And I'm just yeah I I just work a lot and I I keep working it. So yeah. It, but I I always score goals, but I'm scoring more and more for sure. Yeah. That's uh, interesting. Uh, so, do you think the the ever the environment uh, at UNCG uh, help uh, help more your conf uh, your confidence? Because I follow your your Instagram account, and there is a king of tradition. Maybe you can talk about about it. It's it's uh, some games. What uh, versus the US? Yes, yes. So yeah, we get. I mean, there is a big culture at UNCG soccer culture. Uh, they had a lot of success in the past, and uh, I mean the environment is very good here. The facilities are nice. Everything is good for us to be in the best um, uh, conditions to to do great on the pitch and and like not being injured and everything. Um, but yeah, we got that little game called World versus the US on uh, the day before a game. Uh, so every day before a game, we just put the internationals uh, player on one team and uh, the US player in the other team, and we just play five aside uh, against each other. And um, and we have like a record at the end of the semester on who won it. So we're following the the results every every time we play and yeah it's pretty fun so we have a lot of fun too and so that's a that's a good part because you need that too yeah okay okay uh, do, do you have uh, a question for yeah i've got a i've got a i've got some more questions i'd like to ask but um I talk, we talked about Coach Rich. Um, he was the recruiting coordinator for the Duke Blue Devils. But what type of expectations did he set when you first got to um, North Carolina Greensboro? Since you've this, you this this team's just had a lot of success in the SoCon Conference for soccer. Yeah. So uh, Chris is someone that have very high standard and very high expectation for this program. Um, so you want to you want to put the best team at the best moment on the pitch, and he's trying to have the best player possible. So he's working a lot of on recruiting. He's working a lot on us on how we play. Um, we got a comes all security. I mean, like if we're not sure of a pass, we'll make you and then find another pass. And he, our game is very uh, pass oriented. Like 
we're always trying to find passes. Uh, if you look at pretty much all all of our games, we had possession. Uh, and against Clemson, uh, against all the big teams, we had possession. And usually we shot way more than all the teams. Uh, I mean, we lost uh, four games this season. Um, and all the games that we lost, we had uh, at least 10 more shots than the opponent. So it, it's something. Uh, but I think we still have to learn how to win these games. We shot, you shot more than the opponent and you're not scoring, obviously. But um, yeah, Chris had a very high career and I think it's good for a program to grow. Agreed. I mean, that was a signature win against Clemson at the time because Clemson was still unbeaten. They were the number two team in college soccer, and they had some guys coming back despite losing in the College Cup to Marshall in the spring, and that was a huge win for your program at the time, and that's what caught my eye. And then the Saturday at that game, you felt so confident. I think you had a hat trick on the Saturday after that Clemson game, so that really... So, yeah, I mean, Clemson was huge for us. Um, that that kind of put our name on the map. Uh, people were talking about us after that. Uh, like, we, we knew we were a very good team. Uh, we knew we were playing very well. We were scoring a lot of goals. We were uh, still sadly, the best uh, goal-scoring team in the country. Most shot, most shot on goal, everything. We're leading every category. Um, but we knew we were very good, but we knew that we had to make that big win f f to be like for the people to talk to about us so we were very up for this game i think clemson kind of um underestimated us um uh, like coming to the southern conference uh opponent um but i think we surprised them the gameplay was not yeah, the Southern Conference is a legitimate conference for college soccer. I mean, Belmont was your opponent in the Spring Conference Championship. They played in the Fall Conference Championship, too. Mercer and Wake Forest were tied until the second half of that game, and Mercer actually led in the tournament. So I was surprised that the uh, College Cup Selection Committee didn't have multiple teams in the tournament because I think you could honestly make that argument that there should have been multiple teams in the tournament, but... Um, even though I have like five more questions, I'd like to ask Joseph Potter, the co-host of my Saturday morning podcast, is here. Do you have any questions you'd like to ask Theo? Um, yeah, I, I do have one. Okay. I, I do have one. Uh, the overall, the thought process of what have the coaches done for you mentally because we've gone over the physical part, what have they done for you mentally to prepare you for even the next level when you get up there here at the schools? Um, so if I understood everything, say it's more like, uh, how we're ready to uh, for the next level, how we get ready mentally and everything? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Um, in our team, we get a lot of international players that come from usually pro level. Uh, if you look at the roster, we have like at least seven, eight people coming from uh, um, pro path background. So we know what it takes uh, and we're prepared for that. And the people who know, like I do or 
um, I would say Basile or JC, the two other French players, uh, does know. Um, trying to teach that to, uh, to the guys that are maybe younger and joining the team and everything for them to be prepared to. Um, so we know what it takes to be professional. Uh, it's hard, very hard. A lot of people trying to go there. Um, it's not give to anyone. Um, but we're trying to learn that, uh, teach them that, and we're trying to follow our path to and do the best we can. Uh, yeah. Yep, I'm just loading up some of the final questions on the uh, notes sheet I, I typed, but what, um, there is a ton of drills in soccer practices from like uh, warm-ups, sprints, pass-and-go-shoot drills, fast counter-attack, shooting drills, set-piece delivery, one-on-one -on -one finishing, the slalom dribble where you play from... The, there's drills where you play on the wing as well as stretching. Which one of these drills in practice is your favorite drill to run to like prepare you for game day? Nah, that's finishing. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm a striker and like I love scoring. Like I, I actually play soccer to score. Like that's like I, I couldn't see myself as like a center back or right back or even if I was, I would have I would try to to go and score. So. It's yeah. For me, it's just a lot about goals. It's a lot about being in the box, finding the best solution to, to the, for the defender to not see you being in his bag, being on the the other side that he expects you, and um, and then uh, if the keeper is jumping one side, find a good moment to put the put the ball on the other side. Yeah, it's it's all about that, and yeah, I would say finishing for sure. What adjustments did you make from the spring to the fall? Because you had eight goals as a freshman, and you nearly doubled that this year with 15. Um, so last year I came uh, without knowing anything about uh, college soccer. I mean, I was not used to how we play here, uh, the games every two, three days. Uh, in France, it's a, a game per week, usually on Saturday. Um, so I had to get ready for that. My body was maybe not ready to for uh, the loads of game. Now I, I am, so that helped a lot. Um, so my freshman year, I scored eight goals, but I hadn't scored on the three, four uh, first game. And then I was scoring uh, one goal per game, pretty much. I never scored a brace uh, um, last year. Uh, this year I had like four, five, I don't know. But... Um, but yeah, I never scored a brace. It was pretty much one goal per game. Um, after that four or five first game that I didn't score, and since then it's it's going well. <laughs> yeah, because you did score a goal in the second game of the year as a freshman, but that came on a penalty kick. But I think the goals yeah. you're referring to are just like the natural goals where you have defenders in your face and you're trying to make something yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah I mean. A PK is good for confidence, for sure. Uh, as a as a striker, you always want to on a season. You always want to score. Uh, like on the first game, it's perfect. You you feel that you can score. Then on the second one, third one, and then keep going. Um, so when you're not scoring in the first game, uh, not scoring in the second game, you feel like frustrated a bit. Um, but as a striker, you have to just wait for the good moment. You know, opportunities are going to come, uh, chances are going to come. So you just have to be ready for that. And um, I mean, yeah, I took that PK uh, on the second game. 
um, that that gave me more confidence, and then I I started scoring, and then everyone uh, everything was good. All right, the season didn't end the way you wanted it to after your team's up pulled upset wins over Clemson, followed by your hat trick. Do you think opponents just got better at game planning and adjusting to what your program was doing? Or do you think it was just a lack of execution by the team down the stretch? Um, I mean, in our four losses this season, we got two, we got two losses against Belmont. Um, so it's a team that is not looking to play at all. They're uh, sitting uh, very low, waiting for us and trying to uh, find a way to score on um, set pieces and uh, crosses and from far and I mean they did well on that that was their game plan and it worked so we cannot say nothing about it uh, but if you look at it on the two games I think we got 46 shots uh, 40 something corners too um, and they have like I don't know I would say 10 max um, so yeah, I think it's just a lack of execution too. Even if by the fact that they're this sat low, it was hard to find solution to uh, shot in the box. We had to have a long shot. We have to crosses, and it was way harder for sure uh, to score. But I think with a better execution, we we could have win both of these games and go to NCAA tournament. Yeah, and obviously. Yeah, I mean, I think we clearly at the level to, to be there, and we deserved it. But uh, I guess it was not enough. So uh, next year, we have to make sure to win that conference and win everything we can. Um, why? I'm not sure if this is going to happen, but would you like to get picked by Generation Adidas as an underclassman for the 2022 Super Draft? And if so, why do you feel you deserve to be nominated? I mean, yeah, I would love that because I came here uh, to be professional. I I left my hometown, I left everything um, to come to America uh, to play soccer, to have a good degree too because um, it's important in France when you have a international degree. So it was for both of that, but I really want to be professional that's why i came here and the coach my coach know that like that's the first thing i say i was i, I spoke with a lot of teams and um, my question was always like what are my chances to be professional with you and they were arguing about that and they were all giving me um uh, reasons for me to come because uh, I have more chances to be professional there, more chances to be professional there. So it, it was part of my choice, uh, but the coach respect uh, a lot uh, what uh, I want, and he wants me to be professional. And um, for the program, for me, uh, for him too, for the team, because I think we deserve to have lights on us because um, we're so good. And I think by people signing professional that would put light on the program and that would be good for the next years too all right quick question if you don't get selected by generation adidas and you end up returning next year what do you plan on like studying for your major i'm just curious um i'm an uh, economic um an economic major uh with a business minor um so yeah i'm gonna finish my degree and uh, and try again next year <laughs> yeah because you got two opportunities to get that generation adidas offer you got this year 
and next year if you um end up coming back to school so there's a lot of possibilities to consider so yeah um florian joey do you have any additional wrap-up questions for theo before we wrap up this interview yes uh, yes I, I have one do you say you want to be professionally prof professional and you hope uh, to get to a journalist or adidas if possible uh, i think the i think the, the first step to get a journalist adidas is to be in the uh airman trophy semi-finalist yes uh, um, how do uh, how do you see your chance your chance to be in this list? Um, honestly, I, I think I made a good season. Uh, uh, I I know that the fact that we're not going to the NCAA tournament it won't help me uh, with that. Um, but it's not something that I see like a, an objective. Uh, obviously, it would be good for me and everything uh, uh, to be in this list, but it's not like uh, the end of everything if I'm not in. So I see that like uh, a chance to, I think I have a chance to be in there, uh, but it's not something I'm like a hundred percent focused on. Okay, okay. Um, I have a, another qu a question. Uh, re uh, lately, um, you talk about the difference between the rhythm, the rhythm of game between the France and the college soccer, yes. Where I want to go is about the management of coach between the France and the, uh, and the college coach. What is different about what we know at Clermont and what you know currently with the coaching, coaching staff? Um, so in France, uh, so I was in the professional club, so even the reserve was treated like professional because they were trying to put all the players from the reserve to get pro too. Um, so the, we had recovery days, we have ice bath, we have everything. And that's something that I wanted to find uh, if I was coming to America. And that was the reason why I came to UNCG too, because we got a great staff and a great athletic uh, trainer. I think we might have one of the best in the nation. Um, and yeah, they take care of us. We have recovery days. We go to the pool after every game to recover. Um, we had a session adapted on the weight room uh, to be more efficient too. Um, so yeah, they, they're dealing with that very well here. And uh, they get us in the best, um, um, how can I say that, in the best uh, shape. To, to play all the games and be uh, performant. Okay, okay. Uh, you, you say uh, UNCG uh, has a great staff, uh, but you know, when you want to go to college, you have a different program, they say, I want you. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, what was the argument uh, uh, give you, uh, uh, gave you uh, the coaching the coaching staff to recruit you because you know uh, I talk seven to, to a lot of her uh, they say it's very difficult because each coach has the right argument 
And you, sometimes you can make the, the wrong decision after. I would like to know what did what did they say for you? I mean, the, they they all are uh, have argument. Uh, they were all talking about how nice the program is and all this all that. And I was I mean I was expecting that. Obviously, they would not say that the program is not good and the football is not good. Um, but yeah, I mean the way the staff deals with me here uh, to recruit me was like something that as a player you expect to. Um, so they were texting me pretty much every day, uh, even sometimes just to say hello, like how are you? And as a player, you feel more confident about going somewhere that you know the people are going to treat you right, uh, the right way, um, and be confi uh, like confident in them. So, yeah, and then the facilities are very nice here. And uh, obviously, the main point, I think, was the, the way the coach wanted to play. Uh, like, I watched a lot of college soccer to make my choice. I watched the team that wanted me. And um, when I watched... Uh, The, the, the way UNCG was playing, was trying to play, was trying to build. Uh, they're trying to have, we're trying to have the ball. Uh, that's something that the coach uh, is really um, uh, concerned about. He really want to keep the ball, uh, pass, find a good solution. And then when we're in the final third, um, it's it's on us. Like we have a lot of patterns, but then it's, it's on us. We have to find solution. And, and trying to do whatever to score. Um, so it's something that I failed, and I was like, I want to be part of that. Uh, even if uh, when I first came, uh, uh, the program was not built uh, with a lot of international and everything, but I see, I saw potential in this program. And I think I made a good choice because now we're a very good team. And I think this program is going to be better and better. Yeah, yeah, I, I hope so. It's true, since Coach uh, Rich is the head coach, I enjoy to watch yeah. you. It's very funny, you are you're still afraid. You're one of the best in the country, there are no doubt. Um, I find it's, it's, it's a little sad you don't have more recognition you, you deserve, but it's okay, like you say, you will be better. You'll use that as motivation to make yourself a better player and a better leader on the team. And I just noticed your coach, Chris, is actually listening to the uh, interview. That's pretty awesome. Thanks, um, coach. Um, Joey, do you, as a former football coach, you got any questions you'd like to ask Theo? I mean, I do have one. Um, I do have another one because it's based on something you said earlier. Uh, you have had, you know multiple experiences obviously so what is the major difference because we know in basketball training is different than it is in you know the united states over in europe what is mm -hmm. the difference between the training weight versus cardio versus you know uh, what is the difference yeah. between training between europe and here the thing that i would mention Um, I was uh, surprised by the intensity of the practice and I think that's something that is good with us uh, and the coach wants that too. Like we would do a challenge, like everyone is going to 
want to win. Um, oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can yes, hear yeah. you. Can you hear? Yes, Theo. Yes. Can you hear okay. Theo, Joey? Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, we got. Um, I I just keep muting myself to make sure we can hear as clearly as possible. All right, let's let Theo finish what yeah, he was going to say. You. Take it away, Theo. Okay, so um, on every game, everyone want to win. So even as I said, a crossbar challenge or every like little game, like. You will see like 29 players that want to win the game, that want to do better than the guy next to you. And that's a good thing because that pushed every player to be better. Like if you see the guy putting the crossbar at your right, you're like, okay, I have to make it because then I will be last. So you have to make it, you make it. And then the guy at your left is like, okay, I have to make it too. So that's something that is great. I think that will push every player to be better and better. And obviously, um, by bringing a lot of international and players that are like very good, you learn from that. You maybe you don't have some qualities, and by seeing players, you're trying to find a way to uh, do the same or uh, learn a bit from his game and like put it to your game. And that that's a, a good mix, I think, that can make you better and that make a big difference with friends. Um, the, I, I would say the biggest difference with France is the um, competition. So in France, the competition is very, um, I would say, bad. Um, it's not something that pushes you uh, to be better. It's something that if you're not good, the guys are, are going to say you're not good and you're not going to feel good in your head, be ready to play the next game um, if your like, mental uh, is not very great. Um, but here, even the bench will support you. Will like uh, before coming here, I've never had a striker uh, applauding me when I was subbing in, subbing out, when I was scoring. Like in France, I was scoring. The second striker was mad. Here, they're happy. Like everyone is happy. Uh, everyone is like part of the program, part of the team, and that's something huge, I think. I agree. That is great for your self-esteem and confidence moving forward yeah for sure the confidence is a big part of uh, being a striker and uh, feeling support from all the team is something definitely great yeah yeah that's yeah, great insight into it so thank you for that of course I've I've got I've answered I've asked all my questions Joey you've asked all your questions Florian is everybody good I mean I just want to thank you for calling in to do an interview with us and good luck the rest of the season and if you come back to school I know you and coach are gonna make coach are gonna make big things happen in 2022. Yes thank you thank you so much um, it's great to uh, this question of you all um, and yeah obviously I'll. I'll try to go pro, but if I'm not, it's not a, at the end. Uh, I'm going to come back here and try to do better than what I did this year. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to have the recognition. We, we can, I'll promise you that. <laughs> I can feel, I can feel the energy, but yeah, thanks for calling in, Theo. I'm going to end the, uh, stream on, uh, I'll, I'll send you and coach a link to the interview if you'd like okay. it. Awesome. Yeah, thanks, thank you. Too. Of course, thank you. Have a good night. You, you too. Yeah. That was Theo Colum of Florida, um, North Carolina Green.